What is up, everybody? We are back. Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast, presented by the Broken Anchor, with the boys Andy, Coop, and me, Cap. Fellas, how are we doing? I'm a brand new man. <laughs> I feel alive, y'all. Andy, now we have to check the music box. I mean, we're already doing education, sports, everything. Andy, no, I'm happy you look and sound a million times better. Uh, <laughs> we look real good over there. I made COVID my son. No longer COVID issues in the program. Oh, well, uh, I'm still active and Coop, still can't leave anywhere. But Coop, how's quarantine? <laughs> uh, I'm. I wish I was quarantined. Kind Coop, of. You're not but, quarantining. Uh, we, we just had we've had contact tracing with Andy from the last podcast. Oh, shit. you're not taking Coop. this pandemic uh, seriously, I mean, Coop. Yeah, you're part of the yeah, problem. Uh, let me put my mask on <laughs> real quick. Um, <laughs> oh, but um, you know. Andy clearly has Corona. I don't know how many he's drank today, but he's probably upwards of, I don't know, 11 by now. Drinking the dumb bitch juice. (laughs) Chugging that bitch down. (laughs) So per usual, we are going to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Fellas, we (laughs) are just thriving. I mean, I just feel like we're on like a – like we're castaways, you know what I mean? And we're just trying to make the best of it, you know? Like we're out here on the island doing the best we can. But I think we actually got some decent conversations here. Uh, you know, we're going to get in some local football talk, a little bit of debate between Browns and Bengals. Uh, and also college basketball has got some storylines. So I think we're going to get into that. And then the biggest story, I think, in the whole news cycle, the whole sports world, Tulsa Tulane's been canceled. So we're obviously going to have to talk about that. And also the Roll Blobs made its first dollar. So that's going to be kind of our <laughs> jackass topic as we celebrate uh, our first dollar here of maybe like three. Uh, so we will get into that. Fellas, anything before we get to the intro here? No, let's fucking get it. We're just Bring swimming it in it. <laughs> swimming in the <laughs> coin, bro. Let's run it, Andy. All right, welcome to the podcast. Excuse us, we just got back from making it rain. You know, like Scro- like Scrooge McDuck, we just jumped into the coin. <laughs> we got the big vault. It only has one little dollar in it, but, you know, we're ready. <laughs> Preparing for what we're going to have here in the future here. Just like five bucks. Uh, I, I do have a promise that we're not going to let the money get into our head. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, we're not going to let the, the new fortune change us as people. I know mm-hmm. um, it changed some people like Dwayne Haskins, who – yeah, kind of went, went to the dark side. Crazy. We're not going to do that. I'm sorry about that, Coop. I, he was like, We're I never, I never promised to this. I, I will let the money affect me, and I'm going <laughs> to act man. a little different. Me and Andy are going to say hashtag humble and hashtag blessed, Coop. And however you want to, you know, it, it, I, I just hope we don't have to like break up like a boy band, Coop. Like I don't want to ha- have to go solo. You know what I mean? Like I want yeah. this to work out. I don't want anyone being Justin Timberlake, and you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I hope that you know we can just you know, manage the money and, you know, stay humble and, you know, stay ourselves, you know? It's like, as some, like I'm nothing without you guys. Like there's only one thing I do well solo and I can't <laughs> do that here. Says who? Technically you could. We're explicit, I mean, bro. We've said it many now, times. For the love of God, is, don't do it. 
this is kind of becoming our uh, slogan, our unintentional slogan, but we don't kink shame here. So whatever, uh, whatever makes you happy, Andy, that makes us equally as happy. We do not kink shame around here. We've probably said that like 10 times the last like two days in the DMs. <laughs> no kink shaming whatsoever. I don't care what you're into. Uh, boys, it's been fun. I feel like the juice is back in the building here. Uh, Andy and I have been doing a lot better uh, work-wise and just dealing with less soccer moms that, you know, cry over $40. Uh, <laughs> imagine, having $40 to, imagine having $40 to cry yeah. over. <laughs> Yeah, it must be nice. Um, but boys, I wanted to kind of start things just kind of with some local sports, you know, two professional football teams, quote unquote, that wear orange in this state of Ohio that we live in. Some of us. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So someone involved in this same whatever you want to call it that we're involved in this broken anchor thing was on Twitter kind of like condescendingly being like, why the heck do people act like Joe Burrow's better than Baker Mayfield? Like we didn't like the Browns didn't beat the Bengals twice in a row. So I kind of went open with this debate of Baker versus Baker versus Burrow. That's actually Burrow versus Baker. One, it sounds better. And two, it's you got to start with the better one first, you know, Burrow versus Baker. Coop, I kind of want to hear from you. I think Andy and I both know where we stand and we'll get on it, you know, per usual. <laughs> Andy and I are going to talk. Coop, where do you stand on Baker versus Burrow being kind of more of a central Ohio kind of guy? Yeah, I think from an athletic standpoint, point they're both they both have their strengths and weaknesses all that but who's a better overall quarterback which is what their job is Joe Burrow 100 percent Baker Mayfield won a Heisman at Oklahoma and Joe Burrow won one at LSU but I mean Baker obviously has the better team around him in literally every category so he's going to appear better but yeah Joe Burrow is just has more arm strength more accuracy He's just as good out of the pocket, Joe Burrow, at pretty much in everything. Joe Burrow can do no wrong, in my opinion. Literally no wrong. And Andy, I know you're going to get on this because you're our local <laughs> our local Cincinnati professional sports guy. And I honestly – I mean, I don't really think it's particularly close. I'm not going to say they're like in completely different you know levels or stratospheres or anything like that. But I think it's at least moderately to almost significantly better for Joe Burrow. The Bengals this season were winning because of Joe Burrow. I think like the Browns are winning almost in spite of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has not in not in not in spite, but are the Browns good because they have Joe because they have Baker Mayfield? Absolutely not. They would be good with just about any quarterback on the exactly. um, I would say in spite. I wouldn't say uh, in spite isn't the right, but you know what I mean. He's definitely not like the reason. He's not the catalyst. Joe Burrow is the absolute catalyst for the Bengals. Baker's just I'm not gonna say a placeholder, but he's not. He's not the game breaker for the Browns. Well, see what, the what Baker is, is he the game attitude. Football. Yeah, for sure. But Baker's the personality, a, and he as a player, it's Burrow by a mile. Yeah. So, and like I'm, I'm going to buy as an overall quarterback, not just sure. a player, but right. their locker room presence, which I think Burrow and Baker are very, very even at, and in completely different ways. Like Baker's a lot more outspoken, and like he's a lot more of a big personality. Joe's a little more of an introvert, but he um, leads with this play and he leads with um, side conversations. And um, but he's not like out there with a bunch of talk. I'm not saying like Baker's out there talking like Chase Claypool and Juju, but like he's loud and he has every he had every right to be this year. He I think he had a very good season, but you can kind of see that Baker was only really able to be himself and be really good when he had time in the pocket. 
Joe Burrow was a lot more innovative. He got out uh, outside of the pocket. His pocket Joe Burrow was, was good with the one of the with one of the like the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. I mean, the fact that the fact that Bobby Hart was a starting offensive lineman in the NFL is fucking insane. And then too, we talked about this too. If you take the quarterback position, and here here's was was Joe's not Joe Burrow's Joe Laughlin's Laughlin. I, I honestly don't know how to pronounce his name. Is it Laughlin? I, I had him in my phone as say joke and anchor. So. <laughs> I would say laughing in my head when I read it. Um, but, like, he said, are we going to not act like like Baker was 2-0 and against the Bengals? If you take the quarterback position out, which is one of 22 starters, it's not even close, the rest of the rosters. Not even kind of close. And so I, it's just I a, a complete move point. With. Complete like, move point. Here we're talking about individual players, and you bring up team result. Like, okay. <laughs> when yeah. there's 22 <laughs> starters and special teams, like – it's just a move point. And the quarterback's by far the most position, most important position. But uh, come Andrews on. And, Andrews and Deho was 2-0 and against Jesse Bates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, end of the yeah. end that argument right there. Exactly. Yeah, I just don't see that as a valid argument at all. And I think it's – you know, you're entitled to your opinion. But, I mean, I've also been – I've also I'm also a believer in, like, don't trust anyone with bias. You know what I mean? Like, clearly a Browns fan. Like, of course he's going to say, you know, Baker's better. Of course. I could give a shit about the Bengals. But Burrow's fucking better than Baker. I'm sorry. And Baker's but better I think than we could. I think we could all agree, though. I think the Bengals and Browns have both definitely found their quarterback for the future. Yeah. I think they're going to be there for a long, long time. I think the AFC North uh, battles are going to be really good. You have Burrow and Baker, then throw Lamar Jackson in there. I don't and then know the worst quarterback this, in, in the in the. I don't division. know what direction the Steelers <laughs> will go if they'll if Roethlisberger's coming back or not. Dwayne Haskins is there now, so. Um, could make it interesting though, but right now, wouldn't you put Burrow and Baker at least in the same tier though? I personally quarterbacks? would. Maybe um, right now. I don't think next season they will be though. I don't. I also don't think there's enough. Um, and like that's why I'm not even gonna say like Joe had definitively a better season. Uh, like if you if they played the same number of games than Baker did, because we just don't know. I, there's not, there's not enough. I think on a game by game basis, Baker was a lot better. Like, or not Baker. I'm sorry. Burrow was a decent amount better. Well, so, I'd have uh, to like look at the stats, but from what I was seeing on the field with the eye test, it looked like he was. And I, I do think Joe is more, he's more uh, inclined to carry a team by himself, oh, which you shouldn't have to. And hopefully, the, like the Bengals won't win a Super Bowl. If they, if he was the still... only reason the Bengals are relevant at all. Right. One outside rookie. of that Pittsburgh game when um, our defense won. Somehow. Ryan Finley, Ryan one Finley rookie won. Yeah, that's true. But I will give Baker credit; he's better than Johnny Manziel, who's a fucking clown. Johnny Manziel's <laughs> a fucking tweets? idiot. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm talking about. He's he a just fucking needs to shut the fuck up, man. And dude, it's like it, it was one thing when you're in college and you're 19. He's got to be like 26, 27 now. Let's see. He's not uh, a spring chicken anymore. I guarantee you he's, he's at least 26. He's yeah, he won not, the Heisman in 2012, I believe. He's not young, was it dude. Like, he was a redshirt freshman that year. Like, that shit is not cute. <laughs> that shit is not cute, bro. Like, that you, like, you've lost that boyish charm of, like, being immature and all that kind of shit. He was born in 1992. He's, he's my age. He's your age. He's my age, dude. He was born – he's two months younger than me. Holy shit. It kind of sucks, though, because <laughs> I I really liked Johnny Manziel when he was at Texas A&M. Obviously, watching him play Fucking was just idiot. unbelievable. And it, half of it was luck. I mean, honestly, you watch some of those plays where he's dancing around in the pocket then runs backwards 30 yards and 
I think it's like controlled chaos. Like part of it is skill, but you're right. A lot of it was just yeah, kind of. A lot crazy. of it's just luck and having Mike Evans to catch the balls. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like it was running gonna, around with, yeah. the, with your head cut off, then throw it up and Mike Evans is there somewhere. Second but best Texas a quarterback. That's why you win the Heisman. It's not like – I don't think it's really a, a talent award like it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. It's who's the yeah. most exciting player to watch. Yeah. That's who has been the last 10 years pretty much. So Definitely. But, yeah, but I was a fan of him. It just – I wish he oh, could class. back up what he says with – And he's still talking that shit like he's relevant at all anymore. He had one yeah. of the worst – careers for number one i mean you can't really do worse as a number one overall pick you really can't do worse than what he did he wasn't a number one overall pick though what was he like five like 21 no was he, he was really way late he, yeah he, he was because like, that was a big talk like he yeah. just because he was projected like top 10 oh, okay and but he was like he was like, viewed down. As, like whatever he was viewed as you know what yeah. i mean like he was viewed as like you know a franchise quarterback like yeah. and yeah, yeah that's yeah. my bad for whatever reason i thought he was number one yeah it just kind and of he still, still like, won a heisman yeah, I lump all those Browns quarterbacks as just number one overall picks. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I was trying to look it up. It didn't pop up right off the thing on the Wikipedia. Ooh, but yeah, okay, he, all right. I, I want to I hear this. Browns fans, please picks. let me know. Nice call. Who, would you, like, who was better, Johnny Manziel or Deshaun Kaiser? Oh, God. They hate <laughs> both of them. I'd rather shoot yourself in the left leg or the right <laughs> leg. And here, here's my last thought, though, on the, on the Baker-Burrow thing is like – I think right now they're on similar tiers. I would say Burrow's probably in like the, I don't know, 10 to 13 range. I would put like Baker like 15-ish maybe, just off the top of my head without looking at everything in context. Um, But I think that Burrow has a huge chance to be like an elite, game-changing top five quarterback in this league. I'm not guaranteeing that. I don't think Baker has any chance to be a top five quarterback. Baker is a Super Bowl caliber um, quarterback, but he's one of those that – needs some guys around him baker will never be a top five quarterback in my opinion i think he'll be lucky to be but you don't, you don't need to be 10. top five you don't need to be but i just don't yeah. think he's i don't think yeah. he has what burrow has i just don't and i don't, I don't think he's but, bad i'm not saying he's bad at all i think he's very solid i saw some i saw a browns fan say like um uh, i think baker's the guy but what if the texans come calling about deshaun watson yeah Yo, you'd easily rather have deshaun i mean i can list easily 10 quarterbacks off the top of my head that i'd rather have than baker maybe i and people forget say, that he's had Odell Beckham trade, and Jarvis Landry and fucking David Njoku, and this season had Austin Hooper and a pretty damn good yeah, offensive he, line. He's, he's, oh, he had the you, best offensive line in of football. You can't mm-hmm. get much better weapons than that. That's about as good of weapons as you could possibly ask for. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, he's, and he's still just – he's still and just Kareem Hunt. And, yeah, exactly. And he's still just decent. You know what I mean? Like Burrow had <laughs> the worst offensive line I've maybe ever seen, a decent young receiving core. And, you know, a pretty good running back. You know what I mean? But not Nick Chubb and fucking Kareem Hunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he looked really fucking good as a rookie. You know what I mean? Um, right. like the the yeah. conversation really needs to not, not be close. about Burrow and Baker. It needs to be about Burrow and Herbert. <laughs> exactly. those are two but in very similar true. situations. But you know the two, two Ohio quarterbacks. quarterbacks. The two right. young Ohio quarterbacks are going to end the same I just, don't, I just don't think it's particularly close. I think, I think both are they're, – they're both their franchise quarterback. That's obvious. Like yeah, really, no there's one AFC North team does not have their franchise quarterback. And that's the that's that team in Pisstown, yeah. Pennsylvania. Gotcha. Yeah. They, they might have it. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's an upgrade. I mean, at least for the future. I mean, better than fucking I'm, the helmet still guy. Still Ohio State guy, so I'll support Haskins. I think if it's if it's heads on straight, I think he can and at least contribute. Not, not a lot a of uh, stripper talent in Pittsburgh. I've heard. Yeah. 
<laughs> not, That's a good not thing. known for their strippers. <laughs> That's why James Harden wasn't asking to go to Pittsburgh. But <laughs> That's the think one about this for a second. Think about this for a second, though, with all the NFL quarterbacks. Like, you know, the quarterbacks we grew up as kids watching, you know, they're, they're starting to retire. Drew Brees, Bill Rivers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, obviously, Peyton and Eli have already retired. Then Ben, ben Roethlisberger is going to, Tom Brady, all that. But um, now we're kind of getting that second wave of guys Andrew who are going to be here. here. <laughs> Can you yeah, believe Andrew he's already Luck. come and gone? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, that dude, that what's dude, that, if what's you had, that dude from Barstool, Joey uh, oh, Molinaro, I think is the last uh, name. His Andrew Luck impressions. <laughs> it, it, it's so good. I but, dude, he was so great. I miss him so but much. Think about the new wave of quarterbacks we have to watch with Burrow. You can include Baker Mayfield in that. Uh, Josh Jackson. Allen, Justin Herbert, Lamar it's Jackson, loaded. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the list goes Sam on Darnold. and on. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold for sure. Jake Locker, Tim Tebow, Locker. If you I barely yeah. know her, that's kinky. Uh, I'm not gonna shame you, <laughs> boys. All right, let's, let's move on. All right, our last little football topic is <laughs> kind of the local topic of the day here in Cincinnati, and that's that your Cincinnati Hootay Bengals are getting new uniforms, fellas. Andy what do you think pissed. about slapping a new coat of paint on it? The team is saved. We're <laughs> playoff, <laughs> playoffs, here we come. The curse of this, Bo has been lifted. This is like, this is the news we needed. When I saw the eyeballs, I'm like, yes, this is game-changing right here. The we Patriots passed the guard. <laughs> Thank you, Patriots. I appreciate you holding our place for us. And here come the, here come the Bengals, baby. It's so stupid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's fucking uniforms. Like, I said it on Twitter. It's like, you know, in 2K, it was like, fix the fucking game. Here's pictures of sweat. You're welcome. <laughs> it's just like, come on, bro. Like, sweat. tell the fuck. Get him as an actual owner. Get a fucking general manager. And like, right. like and how would you fix a franchise that hasn't won a playoff game since 19-fucking-90? I mean, the Browns won a fucking playoff game for Pete's fucking sake. Jesus fucking Christ. It's an embarrassment. And they covered oh, in the um, divisional round. Marvin Lewis was tenured for like 17 seasons, zero playoff wins. He was the second longest tenured coach in, in, in NFL. The only one more than him was Bill fucking Belichick. <laughs> but what has Bill Belichick done more than him? That's that's a good question. He has not proven himself at Subway all. Subway commercials is that <laughs> all he's really known for. And uh, my brother bashed it. He's like, he's like, he's like, I know you're joking. This take is stupid. It's going to be so good for sales and shit. I'm like, you think Mike Brown's going to reinvest that in the team? No, How, we don't. What has Mike Brown done to, to show that he's a, a, a good financial steward of the money that Cincinnati brings into the Bengals? Again, and, we do not have an indoor practice facility. And then have you seen the stadium too, dude? It's bad right now. And it oh, was yeah. built at the same time as a lot of stadiums that are in like really, really good shape. It's not good. The Bengals franchise, I, I'm not going to like say this for sure, but I don't think that franchise is like – guaranteed to stay in Cincinnati for like way, way longer. Like, I, th- I think it's going to stay. I think that I uh, think it's going to end up staying, is... but, I, but I'm saying though, if there was a franchise on the chopping block, you're telling me Cincinnati wouldn't be on like the top five. Who the hell would want them? I guess a lot, a lot of cities might want a, uh, well, well I like, think a lot of cities just could known that Mike Brown's been a major pain in the ass for the entire city. Exactly. So I don't, and I'm think... sure the NFL is like this fucking clown dude. Yeah. Jesus. The, yeah. Is the NFL going to kick him out? 
I mean, it's not the Bengals aren't that profitable. I mean, you could you would think that you could definitely do better if you're the NFL. I mean, I go to Bengals games or I at least look on TV, and obviously it's coronavirus right now. But like normally, like dude, they are not selling very well. Oh no, they're not. The stadium's trash. The product hasn't been anything, and the fan base I think is. I mean, I'm me personally like I'm a pretty loyal fan. Like in general, like I've been a Xavier fan since the day I was born. I don't really care for baseball. Or like, I don't hate. I don't hate the Reds. I don't feel the same way about the Reds. I do about the Bengals. I don't think the Reds are like massively mismanaged. You know what I mean? But like the Bengals, dude. Like after that Steelers loss, dude, I just had enough of the same old fucking thing. You bring Marvin back after that again. I'm like, this is just not a franchise that's worth my emotional energy. And I think that the city is kind of starting. I'm not saying it's it's past the point of no return, but I think you're getting a lot of like, for lack of a better word, uninvestment from the city of Cincinnati. It's kind of honestly a little bit tired of the Bengals. You definitely do. And if you think about it too, comparing it to the Reds, because that's really the only thing you yeah. can compare it to, but you go to a Reds Royals. game. <laughs> yeah. But you, or Cyclones, I guess. FC Cincinnati, I guess <laughs> wasn't fair to say, but um, you go to a Reds game, Great American Ballpark was, Built in what oh three I think it was first year for yeah. it, mm-hmm. and I mean you go to the shit. game oh. and it looks like it was built last year. It's like, it beautiful. Looks so nice. They've renovated it, it, kept it up to date. Like it's still a really good product, and like yeah. the Reds haven't been great. Like let's call it what it is, but but also too, it's a different game in the MLB. Their their payroll is a joke it's, compared it's to like absurd. what the Yankees and Red Sox. So I mean but, they're 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 behind. You know what I mean? But like yeah, the Bengals have every team. Yeah. The Bengals have every competitive advantage in the world, getting great draft picks. Like they're. Like the salary cap's the same. Like they have no excuse. You know, what I mean, the Reds at least have a valid excuse. Like, how are we supposed to compete with the Yankees, Dodgers, and Red Sox? You know, and like you can't yeah, compete with them, still, but the Reds are also not poor. Exactly. Like people, people yeah. keep talking about how we can't afford this. We can't. Yeah, we can. They're a billion dollar organization. And, and the Reds, I think, in the last couple of years at least, have been making moves and doing what they can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and they've made doing the what effort. they can. Yeah, they've definitely made the effort. And even if the Bengals were making effort and signing free agents and making trades instead of just hoping to draft well <laughs> then that'd be something but I mean Carson Palmer got a ton of heat I think it was last year or maybe yep. just over the summer or something like that but yeah I remember. he was talking about how poorly the organization exhort exor- <laughs> you mean what you know <laughs> okay. cut that out that was like your first um, one ever though so you're good organization was mismanaged and saying just how they didn't make an effort and he would go to management and say hey we just need these pieces and i think we can get from 10 and 6 to 13 and 3 and be a super bowl contender and they just never would never do anything about it and that's why he walked and people were on twitter roasting carson palmer i'm like he didn't say anything that's not factual exactly where's the lie he's saying exactly what we are saying and he stuck it out for like a decade yeah and he at the end of the day, had a really good career in Cincinnati, and he probably Fantastic deserved career. to win a Super Bowl in Arizona. But he said once he got to Arizona and he saw how much different everything was mm-hmm. from even just locker room and stuff like that, yeah. I mean, you buy into it. it it's sure. going to play a part in it for sure. Uh, Donald Todd Pecco said a very similar thing. Where I like So in Cincinnati, like when he, when he left Cincinnati and uh, went to Denver – and like Denver wasn't anything real special. Um, like they they had already yeah. um, like they've been a, they've been a year or two removed from their Super Bowl, and they've just kind of been like average to good. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, uh, he said in Cincinnati the um, the feeling in the locker room was I just want to win a playoff game, man. But in Denver, it's we we want Super Bowls and that's it. So it's a completely different like oh yeah. Apparently in Cincinnati, it's like. 
We just want to not be mediocre. Is there a standard lower than the Bengals in the NFL? Maybe the Jets. Like, like Lions, name me, name me three more mismanaged franchises than the Cincinnati Bengals in the NFL in our lifetimes. Jags, yeah, I don't Dolphins, think Jags, Dolphins, Lions. That might be yeah. the list. Maybe not even the Lions. I don't Lions. know the, the Jags were a win away from either yeah. the. I think it was the AFC Championship. So they were definitely, in the uh, championship. definitely, two, definitely, two definitely. They were a win yeah. away from the Super Bowl. Definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely top five, right? Browns, Browns are going to be up there. Browns are the worst, I think. I don't think really. Any, Browns maybe. Well, Dolphins. I think they turned the corner though because they like for now, the first but, time, yeah. for the first time ever. Like they but had a good season and it ended, but they have promised to look forward to next year. Yeah, for the for future, the first but like, time ever. Yeah, but for the past thirty years, I mean, they've been a complete fucking joke. Oh yeah, um, they have. Like there's the literally same- a Bermuda Triangle that goes <laughs> yeah. um, Detroit. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Yeah, like, but it's, it's a very short list. There's a very short list is what I'm saying. And if you look at just current assets and future going forward, if I was picking franchises, they'd be like the last or second or third last franchise that I would pick. You know what I mean? If I was, you know, if I could have my pick of the litter, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's of all course, I'm saying. Two, but, of, two of the franchises I root for in professional sports are the Bengals and the Timberwolves. Very similar <laughs> situations. Yeah, Timberwolves at least have how'd, some pieces. How would you become a, a Timberwolves fan, by the way? Also, um, I decided I wanted to start like following the NBA, and I figured the best thing to do is to um, like attach myself to a team, at least put like some thought and mm-hmm. um, emotion into it. Obviously, I don't get heartbroken when they lose, but I like think about like offseason plans and like see I keep track of yeah. who they're going after, um, see what's going on at the trade deadline. Um, and I wanted to choose a rebuilding team because I don't like bandwagons. And my friend was my two of my friends are already Timberwolves fans, and they just traded um, Kevin Love for Andrew Wiggins. I like that trade for yep. some fucking reason. And they were dude. That young team was good, man. Levine, Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, Chris Dunn. Like I loved that young team. I was always like them in two K, like with a franchise mode. Like they had a they really promising as fuck. And they've always had dope jerseys, like those old Kevin Garnett black jerseys with the the green trim trees. Like, whew. I was actually, actually, I've actually, I've actually always been a pretty big Timberwolves fan too. Without like having an official team, it's been like them and the Pacers, and then the Cavs or whoever LeBron has. Right, I've root for other teams. I I probably root for LeBron harder than I root for the Timberwolves. I don't give a shit about who wins the NBA. I love the NBA, but I don't really give a shit who wins for real, as long as it's not like the Warriors. Uh, But anyway, um, so it's just crazy, man. Like, I don't think like the Bengals are losing their team anytime soon. I'm just saying. Like you're not like putting, you're not being like the NFL is like, oh, no trouble at all. You know what I mean? Like if, if things were to change, there's a switch up. They're not going to be like, oh, the Bengals. Oh, great standing. You know what I mean? Like it's just you're putting them, you're putting yourselves in jeopardy, and it just could be run a lot better. And I think the people in Cincinnati deserve a lot better. But that's a uh, charger trove of stuff. And fuck the Bengals. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> do we have anything else on Burrow, the Bengals, the jerseys? I'm actually was, excited for uh, jerseys. I'm excited for the jerseys. I, like, I'm excited for the jerseys as well. I am a big uniform guy. Oh, me too. I follow uniforms. I uh, will judge a game that I'm watching. Say it's like a ton of make basketball games on. Uh, I don't think we can discuss it on the pod. Um, we'll talk after. But I'll show yeah, you. We'll talk uh, after hours. It's not late enough yet. <laughs> but uh, if there's th- several college football games on and several college basketball games on, sometimes you just got to go with, Either what who has the best announcers, and if not that, then who has the best uniforms? Like like the color combination like, too. Yeah, remember the Xavier Running Man versus Carolina. Marquette? Oh God! Oh, man. When Xavier had the blue Running Man's on against Marquette with the yellow. Oh. Oh yeah, that was Phenomenal. a good time. That was that was a grade A. 
there's some <laughs> great a badass yeah there, there are some really really good ones man i remember like do you remember the carrier classic this one always sticks out to me it was a game on a fucking aircraft carrier north carolina versus michigan state michigan they both had, state, like, yeah oh Camo. dude Oh, that was a that was a beautiful uniform combination. Yeah, sometimes about those uniform combinations can look really. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. That can definitely like get the eyes on, even if it's like a shitty game. Definitely. The worst is in uh, the NFL when like one team, say like the Broncos or something, wears their color rush and it's all orange, yep. and then the other team is wearing just their standard away jerseys, Rough. and it just looks. It's like all white with horrible accents and stuff. You know which team but... compliments literally no one else either? The Browns. Who's that? Burnt orange and brown. Doesn't really compliment a lot. Like if I'm creating a franchise, all right, guys, I, I just want to, I would love to be in the board meeting. Okay, guys, color scheme. Let's get something's going to get people really excited. How about like shit brown and then like burnt orange? Love you know it. how Let's they go. got those colors, by the way? And this is an interesting fact. So I am a proud one-year college student that went to Bowling Green State University. Also a good color combination. Yes. Uh, same color combination as the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns used to play or practice in the preseason at Bowling Green, and they saw Bowling Green's colors and said, "That that's was what nice. we want." And that's how they Who got the colors. Would ever story. think that Bowling Green, unless you have like a shit fetish, not the kink shame. You know what I mean? Like right. I did see like OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. It's all comes full circle. <laughs> Insert the gift here. But hey, guys, speaking of shit, how about that team in Cab's hometown, Lexington, Kentucky? <laughs> I'm Kentucky Wildcats. I'm making the Photoshop of Odell in a Kentucky jersey as we speak. <laughs> oh man, he would love that. That'd be so perfect. Because man, that team is bad. Dude, this is just like a dream season for like me as a Xavier fan. Like, and I don't like hate a lot of teams. I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I hate Cincinnati. Other than that, I have teams I dislike. I remember really? like growing- do you now? Yeah, I, I would say hate's a strong word, but it's an accurate word. Okay. Uh, but there's teams I dislike, and some of those teams are Duke, a strongly dislike, UK, a pretty strongly dislike, Ohio State, sorry, Coop, a pretty strong dislike. Um, it's just like a dream season when, like, Duke is bad. Not terrible, but bad. UK is horrible. Cincinnati, absolute dog shit. Like, North Carolina's not ranked. Like, Michigan State's on the bubble. Like, this is a weird fucking season, and it's pretty fucking awesome. I just love how the um, Champions Butler Classic suck. was an NIT preview. <laughs> exactly. Butler <laughs> sucks. Dayton's Dayton again. Like, the world's getting back to normal. And, like, literally, of all the um, teams, like, we talk shit with and, <laughs> like, they think they're better than us, we are probably going to be the only one who's a lock in the tournament. The only team in the country. The only only one. We're- <laughs> definitely a lot. And, and like, I, I think it's fair to say, at this point, Kentucky's a football school. They're not a basketball school anymore. Kentucky and Cincinnati, both football schools now. And North Carolina. North Carolina is 100% <laughs> football school, and that's how they should be viewed. And Alabama and Clemson are now basketball schools. That's true. Nate Oates, Nate Goats is rolling down there in Bama, bro. They might be the best team in the SEC. Dude, I think they, they definitely are the best team in the SEC. They're rolling, dude. They the tide's rolling. LSU. And they've got dudes coming. Like, they got recruits on the way. Like, Nate Goats might get that program rolling. And – just for I mean, that he, scandal. Yeah, he could oh. have been handing recruits money in Bojangles bags. <laughs> I, think he's just bringing, I think he's just bringing Nick Saban on recruiting trips. I, that could help. If anyone <laughs> can recruit the opposite sport, it's yeah. Nick Saban. <laughs> Nick fucking Saban, dude. He's such a jackass. But yeah, bro. Like, hands it, him a Coca-Cola. Here's, here's exactly what's going to happen. So, like, 
Nate Goats probably asked him, will you go on this um, uh, recruiting trip? And he said, looked at him and said, I'm not going to. So quit asking. <laughs> so quit asking. <laughs> I... <laughs> he's such a dick. He just – he seems like he's really fun at parties, that Nick Saban. Seems really funny. Get invited. He doesn't text. I do think it's funny, like on those commercials. He's done like those Geico commercials. Reacts like a like a, like a kind of like decent guy to be around. And I'm like, he looks like he's in physical pain, like being like kind of nice and kind of upbeat. Like it just does not That's look natural. What's always, I've never understood why football players choose to go to Alabama. First oh, of all, can't be fun. I've I've never been to Tuscaloosa, but I've been to Alabama, and just driving through any part of Alabama makes me not want to go to Alabama. Yep. And then it's viciously racist. Nick Saban's a dick. Going back to uniforms, their uniforms, while iconic, are ass. And that is their, a very fair take. And elephants. And I mean, like, there's definitely reasons. I mean, like, if you go there and you're and you're a starter, you're going to be in the NFL. And um, the facilities yeah. aren't terrible. Like, you're pretty much a god on that campus. So I mean, like, there's reasons to go there. And then the game day environment, not horrible. Uh, and then, it's, it's, it's better than and I'm sure. And also too, I feel like if you're even like a shit football player and like, but you're a football player, I feel like if you walk around in a football jersey on that college campus, I don't think you're gonna have a terrible time. You know. And you get the rings. I mean, they get an yeah. SEC championship ring almost every but, year. But I hear what you're saying. Though. Like, why go there if you could go play for like? I, I don't know. Ohio Insert. State, Ryan Clemson, Notre Dame, I, Oregon, USC. Brian Kelly's the weirdo too. Not crazy weird. Brian Kelly's kind of weird. I would. I, I don't like Dabo Sweeney. I think he's a fucking clown too. But I would easily rather play for Dabo Sweeney than fucking Nick Saban. Nick Saban be like one of the last coaches I'd want to play for. Nick Saban, not this bad, but he's almost like the Mick Cronin of college football. Like, like imagine wanting to play for Mick Cronin. <laughs> like, imagine wanting to play for Nick Saban. Like, I'd be like, yo, fuck this guy. Like, he's not a guy. If I sat down in a room, like, and he recruited me, I'd be like. Fuck you. I like watching him on TV and the way he treats his players. Fuck that guy. I want to play for him. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck you, Saban. Uh, we are on the robot pod. <laughs> I'm tweeting it out. Fuck Nick Saban. Uh, Going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. He might, <laughs> is he this might an anti Nick Saban podcast? It's an anti Nick Saban podcast. I mean, as long as we're on board with that as a team, I'm not going to try and make every call for us here. Can we get on yeah, board here? That's, yeah. I can get consensus vote. Andy, consensus. Guy, yeah. We already got the two thirds, but. And I mean, yeah, that's the consensus. Consensus. All right, fuck I you, think Nick at Saban. the same time, I, I don't know. I assume you guys can agree with this. He is in the national championships, back it up, but undoubtedly the best college football coach in the history the of college easily. football coaches. <laughs> fuck Nick easily. Saban. Easily. Fuck the Nick goat. Saban. Like, he's the Gino Maybe Ariana that's why we hate football. him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you guys. I've hated pretty much every dynasty I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. yeah. Patriots, <laughs> Warriors. The only one I – well, actually, even when LeBron was with the Heat, I hated the Heat. I don't even know if you want to call that a dynasty, but I just I – mean, I don't know. Yeah. They Super were that – it was a shorter amount of time, but they were dominant enough that I think you could. Um, I didn't hate them uh, because I, I love LeBron. I didn't, like, love that team per se, but I didn't hate them at all. I was rooting for LeBron. But most dynasties I've fucking hated. But also LeBron deserved a ring. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, he was dragging Drew Gooden's ass up and down the floor. His best player ever had was a – a fringe all-star at best in Mo Williams. I mean, a starting lineup yeah. of like Sasha Vojevic and fucking hey, he had the corpse <laughs> of Shaq. Anderson Vershaq. Yeah. <laughs> Old yeah. Antoine Jameson. Like, come on, dude. Booby Booby Gibson was Booby, like yeah. was a huge asset. Like, bro, the team was terrible. <laughs> For like seven straight seasons. The only good player they ever had was Carlos Boozer, and they traded him the season before he got there. They, they had Danny <laughs> Green for a year. Did they have Danny Green with yeah. LeBron? Yeah. Like a, probably like a rookie Danny Green. Danny Green. Yeah. Before he was like 
actually productive yet. Those were rough, rough teams. Oh, my God. Off topic here, but this was like the weirdest fever dream of an NBA team ever was when the Cavs got Dwayne Wade and uh, Derek Rose and LeBron mm-hmm. was still there and everything. Dude. It just In 2010, that, so that team would have weird. fucking dominated. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, as a – like, if you told 16-year-old me that Cleveland Cavaliers roster, I'd been like, oh, my God. This is Are they going to lose a game? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that did not work out as intended. They traded that whole fucking team. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, wild. Weren't, yeah. weren't they uh, – oh, no, they were, like, middle of the pack Eastern Conference. They made the finals as a four seed. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah, and LeBron just put the team everybody. on his fucking back. Yeah. yeah, that was wild. Yeah, they dumped, like, the whole team. Tearing for... Channing Fry to the, <laughs> yeah. to the finals yes. again. Exactly, that was wild. But going back, it's just not a fun time to be our boy Bobby Reeks. Uh, and it's just – and I don't hate UK like that, but it's just fun to see him struggle, man. And then, well, too, I mean, the way, they, and the way they're losing, too, dude. Like, they essentially lost on a dumbass play. They, they started the game with a double dribble. They ended the game by committing a cardinal sin and letting the ball in the middle on an inbounds pa- on a baseline out of bounds play, mm-hmm. and they, they, that that pass split three guys, and he got a layup out of it. That's just inexcusable. And their Twitter's getting really funny. Like I'm just reading comments like. First, our players are kneeling during the national anthem, and now we're four and nine. It's time for Cal to go. <laughs> I'm just like, Randy, shut the fuck up. And it's just like I saw this, like I think it was Rob Doster and, and Jeff Goodman. We're just like, if you want Cal out, you're a fucking idiot. Right. Like, honestly, you're a fucking moron. They have dominated the SEC, and they've been easily a top two program since he's been there. Easily. Maybe the best program in college basketball. Maybe. I mean, probably Bono wins. Pure, pure wins. They've probably won the most games in college basketball uh, they're, since they're Cal's been typically a lock for the sweet 16 yeah and <laughs> which is insane <laughs> if you can pretty much pencil a team in the sweet 16 pretty fucking wild i think they've probably been the best program in college basketball all things considered uh since cal's taken over i mean in, in his time there as a whole um they've been absolutely dominant and he's like and i heard this argument on the skinny podcast rick and, and chad brendel our favorite hi chad uh chad, chad brendel and skinny were getting into it and skinny and and fucking chad in my opinion were making stupid ass points and rick was like guys he brought in like the number two recruiting class in the country this year let's not act like he's still not recruiting at a super elite level like this is one blip on the radar like they've been super fucking good and this recruiting class was just not that deep i mean they haven't been getting like the zions and shit recently but i mean if you want cal out like I don't know what the fuck it's You're moron. You're like, just an absolute moron. Stupid. Which, granted, a lot of that fan base is. And so expect, and this is like the worst case scenario for a Cal team. I mean, like this is a pandemic season where the prep is just way worse. I mean, you weren't able to have as many like preseason workouts and all that kind of shit. You know, Xavier, for example, is doing all their shit through Zoom. Like you're expecting all these 18-year-olds to be on the same page. You know what I mean? Like when it was just Zoom meetings and shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like had right. the whole recruiting dead period and yeah. everything like that. Like. You couldn't even be on campus together. Right. We were or, saying this at the beginning of the season. Event. Right. We were saying this season was going to cater to the old teams. Like a huge advantage to older teams this year. Huge disadvantage for them. And like, I don't think they'd be great if things were normal, but they'd be a tournament team. Oh, yeah. I, I, they probably would mesh into a tournament team like they typically do when their players start playing like sophomores. Mm-hmm. They've got um, some studs. They're just not meshing at all. Yeah, like BJ Boston's a fucking stud. He's just playing like ass. Their issue is they can't fucking shoot. They have no shooters. I mean, they, they got to get. And they never dudes. do, which is one thing that Cal needs to weird. start doing. I don't is, understand that, dude. He could get whoever the fuck he wants. Like all he has to do is offer. 
one of the best right. shooters in the country, and he gets them. Gets yeah. them. Like, like, dude, get like you don't have to get every player in the top ten. Like, go get player number forty. Get a Cole Swider, for example. Like, I know he hasn't really flourished yet, but he's going to be a good player for Nova. Well, he get got a, he got Tyler here to commit to him when he was a four star. Yeah, I mean they've had some shooters like Brooks. I mean they they've had some. Uh, I'm sorry, Booker. Murray. Booker. I'm sorry, Booker, Jamal Murray was a, yeah. was a good shooter. Yeah, exactly. Um, like the, the Harrison Lamb. Player, okay, Deron Lamb. Um, whatever. But like, it's just like, bro, you need some skill. <laughs> like, like it's not it's not 1994. <laughs> like, it's a like, more athletic um team. Like, it's a more athletic version of the team that we had last year. Mm-hmm. And like the game's just really changed. I mean, even since Cal took over, when did he go to Kentucky? Like 2010, 2009, like Yeah, I think nine oh eight. I mean, the game's changed a lot since then. I mean, the Steph Curry shit. I mean, Steph Curry's been as impactful of a player in basketball probably of all time. I'm not saying the best, but as impactful on the game as anyone. I mean, the way yeah. the three-point shot has changed the game of basketball is insane. And Cal's playing like it's 2009. You know what I mean? I just And he can get whoever the fuck he wants. Like, He's getting these uber-athletic guys. Yeah. Um, Space the, the floor, my dude. There's like a jump out of the gym. But yeah. Like, what he needs and to do is gotta, get a couple and, of those guys and then get some good heady players and then some shooters. And then two, bro, when there's two seconds left and you're up one and the other team has the ball out of bounds, like the last thing you can do is just let a guy just get the ball right under the bucket for a layup. Like that's just fucking common sense. And tell my eighth graders that. And you cannot tell me that these freshmen did not hear that even in high school and, and during their AAU. Yeah, it's wild, man. Like, it's it's pretty wild. I mean, he's definitely shit in the bed this year, but they're gonna be fine. And if you want Cal, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, and they, then uh, and they, I just love checking the top twenty-five and like looking at games and being like, oh shit, Duke wouldn't be here even if they were playing tonight. Yeah, then I, I have to go I search look at the ACC. For yeah, Duke. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta filter by the ACC. I'm just loving that. You know what I mean? It's just a weird season, and I fucking love it. Um, Xavier being ranked higher than like Duke, North Carolina, Michigan State. You know, fucking Kentucky. Like, I'm I'm here for that. I don't hate that at all. And, uh, and boys, in less great news here, and I know that was great wordification, uh, the Big East has got the cooties, my dudes. Big East is uh, – like <laughs> put a mask over the whole Big East conference. Bubble, 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 bubble. <laughs> Consider us bubble buddies bubble here. Bubble <laughs> butt. Play the hits. Play the hits, fellas. I mean, it's it's rough right now. So Xavier and Butler are scheduled to play, I think, January 29th. Both have the Rona. So, I mean, a lot would have to Which, go right for that. Xavier's time. scheduled to get off their quarantine on Saturday. So, when you're listening to this by tomorrow, Xavier should be um, ready yeah. to play. I mean, we, we got to get – they got to get through testing. Tomorrow, Saturday mm-hmm. is the fifth day. So, um, if anybody else is – it was passed on anybody else, that's when they'll probably have enough viral load to test positive. So, we could get shut down more. But – Right now, the plan is to start Saturday. So, so start directing all the prayers. Like, so I know you might be praying for Andy right now. I need you to take those prayers for Andy. I need you to bring him to Xavier basketball. Dude, what the fuck are you talking? No one's praying for me. I am every single well, night. I Andy. was. I'm doing a whole rosary for you, Andy. Every single night. Uh, thanks, Maybe too. I was lighting candles and everything. <laughs> Sage like Kyrie Irving. That's what. That's after why Pat went down the, there last night. After you, after you leave these Zoom calls, me and Cap stay on, and we kind of. Do a prayer circle, which is what we've been doing. You guys and this was before you. This was before you had COVID. We just prayed for you in general. <laughs> like maybe he can get his head right before <laughs> even the robot podcast. Room. 
before Coop came on the Rollball yeah. podcast, we would do this. We'd be like, we got to pray for this Andy guy, man. He's, he's getting in an argument with Marcus 070777 <laughs> <laughs> about Tulane being better than Xavier. We got to pray yeah, for this guy. Four minutes, four minutes after Andy posts a tweet that gets like 600 likes, he's in the comments of a tweet that got no yeah. likes arguing with Mark, the UC fans for yeah, 14 right. hours straight. <laughs> Basement Dweller 62's two followers are having a rough night. <laughs> Me and Andy are going at it. Yeah, good times, man. Good thing you watched Frozen, my man. Good on And finally watched Frozen. Yeah, so the Big East got the coots, but there's – dude, but the Big East basketball has been playing. I saw the meme today where it was like the Kermit meme where he's like sniff, like just taking all the crack to the dome, all the cocaine to the dome. Like, bro, the Big East basketball has been played. It's been awesome, bro. That, uh, that Providence-Creighton game was fucking incredible. That was just a – great all-around basketball game and like I was really rooting for anybody in particular I like uh, I, I like seeing upsets but I also like watching Creighton shoot the ball well and, and that was a massive win for Providence man they needed, they needed that, that one Ooh, they had been taking <laughs> some close L's I think three or four in a row um, and like and a lot of them came down to one or two plays oh they were all super close games super close against good teams too um, Xavier included uh, Xavier's good this year <laughs> I love to see it but yeah, man. But also, bro, I, I said this in the little thing. Is there trouble in Creighton Paradise right now? Like, they're not bad by any by any stretch, but like they're not like the clear cut number two team in the Big East right now. I mean, everyone's been saying it's Nova, it's Creighton, and then it's everybody else. Like, I would still say Creighton's second best team, but like they're not showing it right now. And, and right now, I think the cheers a little have shifted a little bit. I mean, it's Xavier and then Nova and then Big Gap <laughs> and then, then Fordham. Then yeah, then Fordham, Boston University, yeah. Dayton. <laughs> Con College or <laughs> Central Connecticut. Gonzaga. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, we're all on the same page here. We're all on the same page. Wherever the fuck Tulsa is. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, man. But they're just struggling. I mean, they had Zeg. I mean, it was his first game back, but um, they, they that was just, a wild and, thing. Like, if you watch the, that game and like a casual you ask a casual fan, like, all right, which one of these guys missed the last couple of weeks? They'd say everybody but Marcus Zagorowski. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he was exactly he was balling the first like he was driving the basket aggressively. He sh- ended up shooting the ball after the got got the rust off after the first couple of shots. He shot the ball pretty well, uh, yeah. and no one else could hit shit. Yeah, and that's a team that normally can hit shit per sources. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, but they're gonna be fine. I mean, they're gonna be more than fine. The Big East is just a tough conference, yeah. and you know, and that's the thing about this league. I mean, even Nova is susceptible to a loss to pretty much anybody. You know what I mean? Like they'll probably win, but like, I mean. The top eight, at least, and then I'll also, you know, I'll say the top eight. I mean, any given night, if you're not going to show up, you're going to lose. I'll go you know the I mean? top nine. Oh, yeah. Butler beat Creighton. Like, yeah, I, I Butler. Yeah. I'd say a tier, a tier behind, but you're going to have to show up against Butler, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're going to have to show up. Right, it's um, not like they're not like Georgetown and uh, DePaul. DePaul looked. Oh my cool, god! Man. And it's crazy because like I was actually liking the way DePaul had been playing. I mean, they were the results were tough. The results weren't, you know, they weren't winning the, the games you would like to see them win. But, like, they were playing good basketball, I, I thought. But they just <laughs> did not show up, dude. Yeah, late night at the strip club in Chicago for, for the Demons, bro. Woof. Yeah, they need to exercise the Demons. That was rough. Yeah, tough night for the DePaul Polycap stands. Uh, it was a tough night on the message boards for us. Um, but we'll, we'll get I it think back. that's the next game if uh, the um, Butler-Xavier game does get uh, yep. postponed or canceled at this point who knows what the biggies will do with the schedule with so many cancellations but i think the next game would be um against DePaul. i want to say 
February, early yep. February. Like I think you're right. Third, That's what hurts. Like it's that. like right now, it's like, man, we're about to play like Georgetown Butler and DePaul. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a great really stretch to stretch. pick up some Ws. I know. And that's what I thought was the blueprint, you know, steal. Like, you know what? We'll shut it down. We'll play these three, get our three wins, get like on the five, six line. Good to go. You know what I mean? Then we'll shut it back down, practice, you know, stay fresh, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, they got him. Insert the, the tiny picture of Travis Steele, little Travis Steele. I love that picture. Um, but the Big East has been great, man, and I think it's going to continue to be great, and the Big, the Big Ten has been fun too. Uh, and then the big, the, the bad 12 was getting a new commissioner, so nowhere to go but up there. Uh, kind of a small story. Uh, and then also, boys, we talk about Toll Sanity, Toll Sane. I'm in Toll Pain. Um, the best game on the calendar, Toll Sane. <laughs> I, almost said, I, I, I almost said Toll Sane versus Tulsa. Uh, <laughs> Tulsa versus Tulane <laughs> got canceled. Um and I mean, that's just like the final straw to my, my mental well-being, guys. Like, we're I mean, it's so been, well. been a tough stretch here. And we really we're trying to bounce back and be positive. And then, you know, really the game we've had circled on our calendar pretty much since the start of the basketball season is now over. And Tulsa and Tulane didn't get canceled when Trump was president. Now Biden's president. Thanks a lot, canceled. Biden. Yeah, come on. Now we got to check the politics box. Yeah. <laughs> Recount. <laughs> Stolen vote. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's just, let's start counting the votes. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, getting out there tomorrow, you know, first, first in line, don't pick a fence up and, you know, getting these votes recounted here. Cause this is some bullshit. I'm not happy. If there's ever, re- if there's ever reason to storm the Capitol, this is it. Yeah. I'm going to go there. I'll get, I'll get Cal fired for us. And then uh, we'll get that, that Tulsa t- two lane game back on for us. I'm just going to say the Tulsa. Capitol in Tulsa. Yeah, wherever that is. <laughs> where, yeah, wherever the fuck that is. No one even knows where Tulsa is. Uh, I'm just going to call it Tulsa versus Tulane now. Or I'm sorry, Tulsa versus Tulsane. Like, it just sounds better. <laughs> Tulane, I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah, I have no fucking idea anymore. Bro, I literally it's made like those. Spider-Man meme. It, each other. it is bro like dude i made those fucking like logos with like the opposite school with like but with other colors and i was literally getting to a point it was like late at night where i was like i don't know which one's right anymore like, i literally <laughs> don't know which school has which color like i was like legitimately like confused the fuck out of myself <laughs> oh, like we keep trying to like uh we keep saying like the green hurricanes the golden wave <laughs> yeah. but, like, dude, we keep trying to mix it up and then we dude. say the right thing you do it enough, and like you literally are like, I don't even know fucking which one's which anymore. I was one that started the you, joke. If you lie yeah. to yourself enough, you're, eventually you will believe it. That is very, very true. That is very true. I, I do it every <laughs> single morning. Good man. I'm in car sales. I do it for a living. So <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. Facts, fellas. I'm in so customer I, service. I do it every day. Not to brag, um, fellas. Your glasses on the way. <laughs> <laughs> fellas we are fresh out of sports content at least i am unless you guys have any sports content um i know it's been a big week in tennis i was talking to patrick capel about that today um he gave me some some really good tennis updates i don't know if, if you guys have anything else i'm good on sports content before we talk about that money hey yeah fuck with me and get some money and get some money hey fuck with me and get some money and get some money yeah fuck with me and get some money hey yeah fuck with g and get some money Let's talk stonks, fellas. Um, the Roll Blob podcast has officially been monetized. We have officially sold out. Fellas, do you guys want to break the number here? I mean, Andy, I mean, you're the you're our financial guru. <laughs> that just felt weird to say. <laughs> IT guy. Yeah. He's our guru. Jack of all trades. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Keyword jack. <laughs> I prefer jerkin. I think. Um, Big Caribbean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're just let's talk about finan- before you came on. Let's talk financial reports, yeah, Andy. We what do we what do we got on the books so far? All after right, about so. 60, 70, 80 hours of podcasting. <laughs> Our year-to-date earnings for the Roll Blob podcast. 
It is currently. We've made it to $33.78. Oh, let's freaking go. Now, year to date, are we talking calendar year? Like in the last 21 days? Or are we talking <laughs> like the last oh, year? It's 2021 now. No, it's. I was going to say, we might be doing way better than we thought. All right, career to date. Career to date. Okay. Okay. Well played. Well played. See you next year. Um, okay. So we've made $33, Andy, since the day we started. And we've, we were on the short side. It's been at least 60, 70 hours of podcasting, probably more than that. Uh, and there's been a lot that have gone into the abyss that didn't get recorded. And not to mention the planning and just the bullshitting, Andy with the editing, all that shit. So we, what we did is we did the calculation before we got on and <laughs> broke down what Andy makes per hour uh, based on what we've made so far and Andy's time investment. And all our calculations, all the counting nerds, I crunched the numbers at myself. And Andy's making a whopping 11 cents an hour. <laughs> I think I'm like, ladies, I am When are you quitting your – why, dude, why are you still working your day job? I just need entertainment throughout the day. I can't watch 14 hours of The Office. Yeah, I know. You, you got to stay and busy. I, I think, I mean, if you really wanted to calculate it and see how much money you're making while sleeping, it's probably a percentage of a couple cents or something like that. But yeah. at least you can go to bed knowing you're getting paid to do so. Residual income, fellas. Residual exactly. income. And you said it's 33.78, we'll call it. Yeah, so that's exactly right. I'm looking right here. We could buy one share of Bank of America Corporation. It's at thirty-one seventy-seven right now, and it's a really good time to buy. And I'll tell you why. It was down one point seven six percent today, so we're getting it way less than it was this time yesterday. And buy low, sell after high. Hours, after hours, it's up zero point zero three percent. So we're gonna wake up and make money. So you know what? Point zero three percent of thirty-seven. 3378 is no neither, neither. do i <laughs> but it's more than 3378 i'll tell you that much but i mean <laughs> i'm just saying it's a good starting point if we manage the money properly and don't let it get to our heads which it will but <laughs> it already has. then it already has we're already a train wreck we're already acting up but i mean at ron joss gonna get bigger we're gonna make some bad now. decisions and uh, we're going to be rambunctious. Going to. So. <laughs> going to make bad decisions. <laughs> Look at where we are right now, decisions. Coop. What are you talking about? Is this the rat? Is this the roll cash podcast? It might be. Open a roll block so, brokerage yeah. account today. Coop, this is literally like the real life version of like when the record scratches and it's just like, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, like we're going to make bad decisions. This is just, this is a byproduct of tons and tons and tons of bad decisions. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. This is kind of like a therapy for the three of us. We just log in on here and just try to make ourselves feel better about ourselves. Make our 11 cents an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So what we've calculated is we could have one hell of a Chipotle dinner as a podcast now. um, As as a podcast included. Yeah. I mean, we could take the whole broken anchor and treat them to like Wendy's. Um, (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. There's like 18 Um, of us. Maybe uh, the uh, Burger King ten nuggets yeah. for a dollar fifty yeah. or one forty nine. So we need to think about work. how we're going to manage this money because I think our money is to make money and needs to be a valuable investment. Um, and yeah. we're also going to do. We also talked about we're going to take a group photo of Girl Bob's first dollar in front of the, the dump truck wallpaper. Uh, you know, it'd only be right. Uh, but fellas, so we got to think about how we're going to manage this money, and I think it would be like 
uh, a nice Applebee's steak, I think would be uh, a pretty good investment for us. Maybe some half price apps. Or we can get a, a two ounce steak at Jeff Ruby's. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> but we'll, 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 we'll workshop this and, uh, you know, we'll crunch these and numbers. Honestly, and, like, and, send us your suggestions. Like, what tonight, could we spend this 33.78 on? But here's my question, though. After tonight, are we going to add another 33 cents to that? Are we going to sit on like 34.11? Well, it, it's it's possible. It kind of depends on how many people how many people listen to this bullshit, <laughs> dude. We we got to tweet out on the thing like that. Remember when SpongeBob has all that money, doesn't know what to do with it because of the fucking pretty patties or whatever? We tried burning it. We tried burying it. We didn't know what to do with all the money. <laughs> Eventually, we just decided to give it all away. <laughs> We're not doing that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> We're clinging to that thirty-three seventy-seven, seventy-eight, whatever the fuck. All right, but we just had to let you know uh, where our financials stood um, in case you're – because I think we're going to go IPO soon. I think we're going to start being publicly traded. I think at least we're trying to. And honestly, that was mainly for the doubters and the haters. Yeah, like, this is essentially like an investor's meeting at this point. Investors? Possibly you. <laughs> Investor? How do we know her? <laughs> just met the broad. Yeah, we're going to run like a presentation meeting like in fucking Step Brothers Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> Or we can do it like Impractical Jokers where the other ones make the PowerPoint. They have no idea what's going to be on the slide. That is the funniest shit on television. Like, no cap. That shit fucking kills me. The presentations are so good. I love that fucking show. But, boys, I just wanted everyone to know where our financials were, where we stood, and I promise we'll be good stewards of that money. And we appreciate everyone that's helped us get to this point here. Uh, <laughs> every we, jackass. We truly are. Hashtag blessed for you, sweet 69. <laughs> Dude, I could eat for like a whole hour with the money that we've made. By the time we hit $69, <laughs> I mean, that celebration will be held that the world has never seen before. Race 69, boys. It's on. All right. Okay. Once we, once we get to 69, we're taking, we're going straight to Dana's, just dropping $69 on that counter. Dude, sit down, for Travis an hour. Steele. <laughs> Travis Steele's got nothing on the Roll Flop podcast. 69 greater than two grand. I mean, if you think about it, we were already made about 33 bucks. We're only, we've only have to do what we've done for about three times as long and we'll have our 69 bucks. So maybe, maybe by this summer. Yeah. We're um, only like 180 yeah. hours away based on current projections. Let's see, based on well, we could just not, hour. we could just not end this podcast and just keep recording for another 180 hours. I say we just do like a marathon and like, what do they call it? Like a telethon. Yeah. We just grind to the 69 hashtag grind to 69. Throb the blood. The double entendre. It's you know what I mean. It's tweeted right now. It's a euphemism. (laughs) We're gonna grind to sixty nine, boys. It's poetic. Yeah. So all right. So I'll start like a live broadcast. I'll get off here and we'll start a cap live. Uh, Actually, we'll do it on the roll blob. We'll do a blob live and we'll do it like people can call in and send donations. You know what I mean? Kind of deal. We'll have like different like pieces of entertainment. We'll have like Fanta come on and you know we'll have like some weird guy play like his oboe. You know what I mean? (laughs) And like (laughs) his oboe. Maybe Patrick can play an oboe. I don't know. We can get DJ Bandcamp. We'll get DJ Bandcamp. We'll get the you know the people in their polos, you know, that whole deal. Uh, you know, we'll just monetize this whole deal and you know grind to sixty nine. Get the guy from Q one oh two that's at Savior Game. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the DJ Khaled one of you guys. Yeah, does anyone know his name? No. Um Josh Martinez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Josh Martinez here. <laughs> Has no clue what's going on. Oh, well, that's like great. The, it was great. Like on on days like they're playing Sienna, and <laughs> he's just going, oh, "We did save it. We need you to get up. It is the start of the second half. Let's it's make like... some noise." Lower bowl, bowl, just golf clapping. <laughs> Read the Lower room, bro. Not even there. 
it's one thing if you're gonna say like hey let's get hyped up like let's get energy up but like bro it's sienna read the room <laughs> like way over the top my dude that's like bro like I, I remember i was watching this one game i'm a huge dan levitard show fan they had dj khaled like announce like a uh, he was like a sideline like kind of a dj band camp like for a marlins game and he's just like Derek Jeter, <laughs> like just like doing it's whole fucking bullshit bro that shit was fucking hilarious dude <laughs> They had Pitbull do it one time, bro. Like Miami looks so fun. If I could, if I wasn't living in Cincinnati, I'd live in Miami in a heartbeat. Shit looks oh, yeah. fucking wild. Miami's great. <laughs> Dope as fuck. Fuck the West Coast. All right, boys. Miami I of s- Ohio, right? Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. All right, boys. I think this was fun. I think it was monetarily uh profitable it's profitable yeah definitely profitable uh i don't know what you guys are gonna do with your 11 cents tonight um i think i'm gonna invest it you know what i mean let my money make money here yeah um, i suggest you do the same but we'll have a financial you know get together after this so um, i'll probably yeah. blow it on drugs <laughs> <laughs> to each his own <laughs> robot <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>